0: Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone. So today's topic, um, again, it's so strange. It came to me last night. <laughs> it was all about cars. Now I had every intention to talk about like skincare. Just didn't feel like it was Excited enough. So, um, yeah, last night, don't get me wrong, um, just I think my girlfriend, my bestie D was telling me that she just uh, test drove some type of Porsche SUV and that got me thinking of cars. And lo and behold, I am here this morning talking to you about all of the cars that I have had. And I've had a couple, but not only just the cars that I've driven, but Cars to me sometimes define a person, I guess, or maybe what I should say is I think there are times when people want their cars to define them. So I remember when I was 16 years old. Yeah, I was probably 16 and a half years old. I was working at the car wash um, so of course, you know, I got my fair share of looking and I know cars, like I know brands and not so much models, but I definitely know cars um, more so, I think, than my friends, but only because I used to wash every single car that came into into the car wash. So that was on the, on Saturdays when I worked outside because it was fun. So my first car was a Ford Taurus, not the ideal car, but it was a car and it came into my life because when my dad was working for a dental company, um, his company would lease cars out to all the salespeople. So I guess this lease was up, was up and it was a, gosh, an 87, 89, no maybe an 88, 89 uh, white Ford Taurus. Um, it had some damage on it over by the gas, uh, gas tank, it looked like it like needed stitches. It was just weird the way it was cut. Um but I remember making payments on it 123 a month. For some reason that number will well I that's uh, 123. That number always stuck in me as far as um, what my first car payment was. Um the fun thing about my car was my dad took me down to TJ to get the car fixed. And that in itself was an adventure. I mean my dad and I are pretty adventurous. We want new experiences and things like that. So, of course, you know, I'm with my dad. We take a debt to TJ. I was probably 17 and a half because I just... I know I got my license, like, I think August 8th of... I don't know why these... I can't remember what I did two days ago, but for some reason there's certain dates that I just remember. Um, and... We went for, he took me down to Calle Revolución, and I had my first drink, my first alcoholic beverage with my dad, and it was the same day that we had taken my car in um, to get fixed. So that was really special. I I guess that quick lesson is that even if you have something horrible happen to your car, there's always something good that's going to happen, and I had my first drink with my dad, and that was really special. I know, isn't that funny? And here I am today. So... That was my first car, and I remember driving it, and I thought I was the shit. Uh, I actually made a playlist, and I'll never, the, the, the cassette that I used because boys and girls, if you are younger than maybe 35, you probably don't even know what a cassette is, but back then, <laughs> um, before CDs, <laughs> uh, we had cassettes, and this was, um, if you're my age, you'll remember this. It was a Memorex. So it was a Memorex cassette and it was like orange because back then you can get different type of colors on your uh, tapes because you were cool, right? You would make playlists. You would sit at the radio with your boom box and press record when you heard a song that you liked. Um, that was me. I had the double boom box that had the two cassettes, one to play and one to record. Oh my God. And I even bought that myself too. But anyways, okay. So, um, I recorded a bunch of songs on there. Like, I think one of them was like Boys to Men, that um, uh, Boys to Men, BBD, whatever that East Coast family. And I just remember going to pick up like my cousins and blasting that because, you know, you're 17 and a half, you're almost 18, and you have your own car. Like, you're the shit. And it had electric windows. You didn't even have to roll the windows down, which was a huge thing. That was my first car, and I had that all throughout high school. Then coming out of high school, going into I guess when I went to cosmetology school, I decided to change cars, and I had my eye on a um, a Honda Civic, of course, right? I think everybody's rite of passage is having some type of a Honda Civic, right? Coffee break. I actually got a little bit of a late start at six oh nine, and I did go out last night. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know I was at International Smoke, having you know a beer or two. So I decided to get rid of that car and get a Honda Civic. It was a four-door dark gray and I loved this car. It's, it was one of those like, um, cars that had been returned from a credit union. So I, back then I belonged to, it was called USA Federal Credit Union. So I was a big girl. I brought my Taurus in and I treated it out. I got myself a Honda Civic and I don't remember if my payments went up that much um, I think no I don't think I, I don't remember um, but I another thing that I remember when I purchased the the Civic was it was like the last check I ever wrote and it was on Valentine's Day I can't remember the year I wish I could but I remember writing February 24 or 2 slash 14 slash and then I can't remember the year but it was the last Like, you know, back then when we used to actually record my check, you know, record your checks, I never, um, I never wrote a check since. Well, I do now, but I mean, like, yeah, I just, I don't remember ever writing a check after that. So I got my Honda Civic and that I really thought I was a shit, you know, and I don't know if it was because of the car. I mean, I love my car. I really do love my car. Um, It drove so well, but. I think it was just maybe the pride that I had in being able to purchase all of my own cars. Because you know what? Growing up, at, when I got my car, I first of all, I had my car before I got my license. Because I remember Chandra and I, my bestie, would sit in my car listening to the radio. Yet, I could not drive it. <laughs> um, and I just a lot of my friends got cars just for turning 16. And I wasn't one of those people. I remember one of my girlfriends got like, um, well, my bestie, Chandra, got a car, she got the Toyota Tricel. Um, My other friend, Dee, I think she had a maroon Toyota Celica, it was really nice. Um, let's see, Shannon had a truck, I think she had a white truck. Oh, my friend Lori got like an Eclipse, those Mitsubishi Eclipse. Um, some of my friends, I remember this other girl from you know school got like a Jetta, remember you guys that Volkswagen Jettas were really big. Um, And, of course, one of my other friend's sister um, got a yellow Cabriolet. We all remember that movie, Can't Buy Me Love, and how many of us wanted a white Cabriolet? So, Um, the one trip that was really fun in that Honda Civic was, now remember, the Honda Civics are kind of low to the ground, and my mom and I were driving out to Vegas, for a wedding for one of my coworkers, actually. My mom, like, I love when my mom tags along with me because it feels, well, it's fun. It's my mom. So I remember we like missed our exit in Vegas. Now, if you ever driven to Vegas, that's one thing. But if you ever driven past Vegas, that's a whole other ball game because there's not another exit. So I think you just end up like in Utah. Don't, I don't know. I don't know my geography. So we passed our exit on, in Vegas and it's nighttime. And we're kind of freaking out because, you know, there's no map quest. There's We didn't even have a Thomas Guide with us. So we decide just to make a left, go down the embankment, go back up the embankment, and then like kind of go the opposite direction, go south on the freeway. Well, because my Honda Civic is so low in the middle, and I didn't lower it, you guys. I wasn't like, I didn't dupe up my car, but dupe up my car? Soup up my car? I, again, I'm 47, so I don't know the word. But when we tried to get back up on the opposite end of the freeway, <laughs> my car got stuck. Like it got like, think of it like you're, you're driving up the little embankment and you make a left to get into the fast lane or actually to the shoulder and it got caught right in the middle. Yeah, I freaked out a little bit but I think it was more my mom. So luckily we flagged a police officer down or highway patrol and I told my mom, I go, Mom, this is the story. Um, somebody um, kind of, we we made a quick turn off the the freeway because um, somebody was tailgating us or something like that. I forgot what the story was. I forgot what the lie was. So I have a straight face. The guy tells us what's going on. He asks us what's going on. I said, yeah, I said, you know where I'm driving and okay, I'm being all dramatic with my hands right now. I'm driving and somebody like kind of ran us off. So we just like kind of went over to the left. He totally bought my story. You should have seen my mom's face. It froze. She would not be able to tell the same lie if it meant to save her life. She was like, uh, uh. <laughs> so, and could I just tell you that face that my mom had when the highway patrol officer asked her what had happened? First, she looked at me like she was scared to death. But second... I had seen that face one time before and that was when our whole f- I was younger and our whole family was rafting down the Truckee River in Lake Tahoe and my mom saw like the middle part of like the little bridge that you're supposed to just, you know, go around, go underneath it, whatever. My mom's face froze as she looked straight ahead and then our whole entire r- uh, raft flipped over. It was that same like paralyzed look that my mom had. It was the... F- It's cute now, but back then it was... Okay, Mom. So anyway, so he helped kind of like push it up a little bit, and then we were fine. We were on our way. But those were just like a cool story about my Honda Civic because, I mean, it wouldn't have happened in any other car. Then from there, now I'm working at the gas station, and I'm living with my mom's boss, Mark. And um, we he had... Oh gosh, it was a beautiful emerald green, tan leather interior. It was a Volvo. It was an 850, an 850, I think it was. Yeah, it was an 850. And I loved it. It had a sunroof. Now I'm only 20 now. No, maybe 21, 22. I can't remember how old I was. But um, I had my eye on his car. And he had just purchased a convertible Saab. So he needed to get rid of it. And I wanted it. Now, I know it had like 80,000 miles on it, but it was a Volvo and it was so pretty. And you talk about like just feeling so good driving that car. And um, I ended up selling my car to, I don't know, one of those like places. I say one of those places because it's like one of those like corner lots that will just buy your car. I probably got ripped off, but I didn't care because I wanted that Volvo. Mm. Just realize how crackly my voice sounds. So I turned my car in. I went to the bank. I got a loan. I gave Mark the money, and I was paying USA Federal Credit Union back. Now, that payment, I remember it was 240 a month. So, But I was also working more. That was a really great car to have, and one was because I felt like I was getting my shit together. I was working full-time at the gas station still. I was going to cosmetology school, and even after cosmetology school, I had, I'm only 21, 22, I already knew like how to budget everything. I wasn't even living at home. Like I was, I was making shit happen on my own without realizing it now. Like you look back and you're like, wow, I mean, look at the 21, 22 year olds nowadays, and I think half of them are still living at home. I couldn't wait to get out of my house, and not because of anything at home, but but was more so because I, needed, I wanted to experience life. I wanted to feel what it was like to have to kind of, I guess, struggle with money. And that's hindsight because now I've, I'm much better at finances. And, you know, I just, I don't know. Anyway, so um, I had my Volvo. I loved that car. Now, to me, cars are meant to be driven. Duh. And there's a reason why I tell you this now, because wait till you get into like the cars that I have with my husband. So drove that car everywhere. And the good thing about it was I had a really good friend, Phil, who worked at Volvo in Carlsbad. So anything and everything that ever happened to my car, he fixed. So it was great. That's the other thing. What comes first, the mechanic or the car? So um, in my case, I was actually friends with him first, and then he actually told me about the car. And... Yeah, those are good cars, bad cars, whatever. And so he actually looked it over once and gave me the the stamp of approval, so I purchased it. And then when I lived in LA, um, I drove it back and forth. I had that car for, I would say, at least 10 years. And when it died, it was like 220,000 miles. I mean, I ran this thing to the ground. But man, it was like driving a tank. I enjoyed dri- I I haven't enjoyed driving a car like that in a long time. And on the 405 freeway, in the fast lane, my car died. In the middle of traffic. In the heart of traffic. I had left work and it just kaput. On me. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." So the um highway patrol had to come and do like a freeway break. Now, if you ever been on the 405, this is on the 405 north in the valley like kind of near um Van Nuys Boulevard. So, oh my cuz I was living up in um in Santa Cla- not Santa Clara, in Stevenson's Ranch up by Magic Mountain, kind of just south of Magic Mountain. So I had to commute And my poor car just went kaput and I was like, oh my gosh. So um, we got it towed. I got it pushed actually to, luckily Volvo was right off the exit. So I got it sent there, got it fixed. And they just said, you know, it's not a hundred percent, but you know, I was like, okay, I'll take it. And then I know one other time when um, I was on the one Oh one heading out uh, to my girlfriend's house and No, yeah, my girlfriend's house, who lived, uh, she lived in Santa Monica and Chandler did. Um, I was getting on the, like, the on ramp and as, and I could feel it. I could feel my car shake and it just died. And I could have sworn, and to this day, I still feel that two cars behind me, they had a fender bender because of my car. But that's just between you and I and God. So I started it up right away. It was almost like I knew how to start up my car because it died so many different times. (laughs) So, um, Anyways, it's like one of those things that you just try to hold on to so long, and you're like, I know it's coming. So, I went to a dealership up in Calabasas, and I turned the Volvo in, and I got a Honda CRV, and it was a cute CR- Honda CRV. And the, one of the reasons why I loved it so much was that my bestie Chandra had the same car, <laughs> so twinsies. So, loved my Honda CRV. I had that. I think 270,000 miles. Here's the thing. I've never had a brand new car and I'm okay with that. But you know, I've always purchased, I've always had to buy a purchase out of a purchase, a car out of necessity. So it was like time. To, but I will tell you, like I, I drive my cars for as long as I can, as long as the car will allow me to, I drive it. My Honda CRV was fun. It was like a little, you know, again, it was a Honda. So it was a trusted, a trusted brand. Um, I drove it down here to San Diego probably twice a week. Here's a story, and I I, I still kick myself in the butt for, for missing this. Uh, there was one weekend where I just, in true Latina Barbie fashion, I totally, like, just packed everything that I could, right, in one weekend. We're talking, like, my cousin's wedding was on a Friday. I had to run a half a marathon on a Saturday. And then after the half a marathon drive up to Santa Barbara for a wedding that night. And God had other plans. I got into my car and my car did not start. So I was very lucky that my mom was going to, it was my cousin's wedding on a Friday night. I think it was a Friday night. And so I was really lucky that my mom hadn't left yet um, because I think the wedding was like in Julian or something or somewhere. And so, well, obviously somewhere. And so she came and picked me up And then I still ran a half marathon, but it was too much to take on and get to Santa Barbara for a wedding. So I missed my friend's wedding. And I'm still bummed about that because it was a really good friend. But, um, and yeah, my, my husband, Giancarlo, he has a Ford Mustang. We are in year 2021. That Mustang, I believe, might be a 2004 it is he calls it his whoopty that has about 250,000 miles because he would drive that back and forth to Culver city to see his mom when he lives in san diego so yeah so anyways i got rid of the honda crv um on right around my birthday right around my 40th birthday so i would say about seven years ago got rid of the honda crv Actually, we had it for a while, um, and then we had to buy a new car because at that point, I'm now living in San Diego, and I'm driving back and forth to San Diego, to LA, to North Hollywood for OPI. So, got rid of the CRV. No, held on to the CRV. Ended up buying a Hyundai Santa Fe. I love this Hyundai Santa Fe. It's like, it's like, and believe me, there's nothing wrong with Hondas, But the way I think about it was, my my true love would be a BMW X5. Um, in fact, if you were to dis- if you were to ask me, Latina Barbie, what car describes you, I would say an X5, because it's kind of elegant looking, but it's like tough and looks like a tank. And that's that's how I want to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, Hyundai was the next the next best thing, also about forty thousand dollars less too. So I love my Hyundai. Uh, it drives so good. It only has like eighty four thousand miles on it now because after having the Hyundai for about three years, um, I got a company car. I was stoked. I got a, I have a Chevy Equinox and it comes with a gas card. I think I pay $80 a month just to like have the car. But my husband drives it, I drive it. So during COVID, I mean, I didn't, he drove it the, the whole time, driving it back and forth to work. But this Chevy Equinox is, I love this car. So we have the Mustang, the Hyundai, it just sits in the garage. And then he, we also have the Equinox that we drive whenever we can, uh, especially just yesterday, my husband came home, he drove the his Mustang, and he was like, oh my gosh, did you know gas was $4? Crazy. In fact, I remember when I was in Europe, when I was like 19, 20 years old, gas was like $1.12 for a gallon. And Europe was like 3 dollars dollars And I remember us Americans were like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. Could you imagine? Now we're paying $4. That's crazy. My husband has this thing about putting miles on cars. I don't know where he gets this shit from, but it's in his head. And like, I have to, I, I don't have to let him know in this respect, but you know, I'm like, hey, babe, like, I'm going to Happy Hour. I'm going to be going to Del Mar, Solana Beach, Encinitas, wherever. And he'll be like, okay. Uh, take the Hyundai or take the Equinox and he'll drive his Mustang. So his ba- his main thing is he doesn't wanna put any more miles really on the Hyundai. Now granted, it has 84,000 miles. We purchased it, it had 11,000 miles. And it's like seven, eight years old. So do the math. That equates to about eleven twelve thousand 12,000 miles a year. We're doing fine. And again, it's like I will drive anywhere, anytime. I'm used to it, I've never had an issue with it. Cars are meant to be driven. If I run my car to the ground, I will simply just purchase a new one. My husband has this thing to the point where like he's even told my dad, he's like, Dad, dad, if her if if her friends invited her to have lunch in Vegas, she would go. Now you're also talking to my dad, who he and I had the same driving, where we will drive anywhere, anytime to see anyone. So yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree, honey. Anyways, so now I have the Chevy, so I will drive that everywhere, especially for work. I'm going to Vegas in August, I'll drive it out there. I hate seeing that Mustang in front of my house because it's it's so ugly, it needs a paint job. It doesn't even need a paint job, it just needs a new car. That's what my husband needs, he just needs a new car. But he's got this thing about having what he calls a bank note. You and I would just know it as a car payment. Oh no, not a bank note, sorry, a car note. I, I, I should give credit where credit is due. I was gonna tell you a really quick story about like who picks the cars. Like, is it you or your car or whatever? So, I I did already talk about this one time, but I remember having this boyfriend who was like five five, and he had the Porsche Boxster, and I'll leave it at that. But then I've also known guys who have been five five and have like full on huge trucks. And I'll leave that there, <laughs> I'll leave that there. Are you defined by the car that you drive? Because a Hyundai to me is pretty economical and reliable. Yeah, so there's no life lesson here. I just wanted, I kind of just wanted to go down memory lane. I wanted to kind of like, it just shot from the hip. There's no notes in front of me or anything like that. I don't know what my next car is going to be. Um, that's it, there's no life lesson other than, you know, do you pick the car, does a car pick you? You know, do you, are you like your car or is your car like you? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve.